I'm Andrea Hope, and this is To Mother. Episode 1, The Fast. I'm Andrea Hope, and this is the very first episode of my podcast, To Mother. So, who am I, and what is this podcast? So, I am a poet, an editor, I am a Baha'i, I'm a world citizen, I'm a daughter, a wife, a mother. Uh, basically, this podcast is meant to share my recommendations and my insights about mothering in this complex, incredible, and wacky world that we try to navigate as parents and as Baha'is. Um, so I'm going to be sharing some quotes that inspire me, some practical tips, and some resources, and some of my poetry. I was very much inspired by Happier with Gretchen Rubin, and on that podcast, Gretchen and her sister Liz, they discuss, yeah, really practical tips about living a happier life, and it often has to do with family and habits, and it's a really great podcast, and I thought, wow, it would be great to have something like this that also incorporates my unique spirituality, and then, you know, the, how the phrase goes, if you don't find it, create it. Um, and if that's not the phrase, then I'm going to trademark it right here on to mother. <laughs> if you can't find it, create it. So these are things that I'm looking for anyway, as a mother and as a Baha'i, um, resources, um, ways to approach things, insights from other people. <laughs> and hopefully one day we'll have dozens and dozens and dozens and hundreds of podcasts to choose from. Um, but for now, I'm starting out with to mother. So this first episode is on the fast because I'm recording it during the Baha'i fast. The Baha'i fast lasts for 19 days during the month of Allah and Baha'is fast from sunrise to sunset every day. And it is a physical fast, but it is much more important that it represents a spiritual restraint. So um, it's really a time to recenter ourselves before the Baha'i New Year, which is called Naruz, um, and just to connect uh, more deeply with God. And so I chose a quote um, from Baha'u'llah that is short and powerful. Verily I say, fasting is the supreme remedy and the most great healing for the disease of self-compassion. I'm going to read it one more time because it's that important, right? <laughs> Verily I say, Fasting is the supreme remedy and the most great healing for the disease of self-impassion. So what does this quote mean for me? Um, if you have never heard my voice before, you might think, oh, she has like a little bit of an interesting, sickly sounding voice. <laughs> but if you've heard my voice before, you know that I am sick. <laughs> or maybe you know that I'm sick anyway because you're a mother or a parent and you're like, she sounds sick. Um, but yeah, I told myself that I was going to make a podcast before Naru's and I'm not letting the flu stop me. So I'm sounding a little different on this very first podcast. But um, part of the reason that I chose this quote is because I'm exempt from the physical fast right now. Um, I'm ill, <laughs> but um, before being ill, I was already exempt because I am what they called giving suck, which means that I am breastfeeding. And so it's been three years. Um, because we had two kids in quick succession, quicker than ex I was expecting at least. And um, so I was breastfeeding. Uh, no, I was pregnant the first year. And then I was uh, breastfeeding my daughter and then now breastfeeding my son. So uh, there are several exemptions for the fast. There is um, for 
people who are of old age, who have illnesses, who are traveling for women in their courses or who are breastfeeding. And so it can be difficult when you are exempt from the physical fast to feel like you're still in it. And I think sometimes people feel guilty, especially if you fasted before, um, like me, because you're like, oh, I want to, you know, sacrifice with everyone else. And so something I've been learning over the last three years is really to embrace that taking the exemption as upholding the law of God and trusting in God, actually. By taking the exemption, I'm trusting in God that it was given to us for a reason and that I should honor it. Now, that's much easier to do probably when you are nursing because you know you need to give those nutrients to the baby. But if you're sick or there's other reasons that you're exempt, I would just encourage you just to remember that you are honoring and trusting in God by um, taking your exemption and by accepting it and, you know, just trying to uphold the spirit of the fast, which is the most important thing in the way that's best for you. So what is the spirit of the fast? Well, this quote says that it is the most great healing for the disease of self and passion. So it's really a symbol of getting us away from um, the focus on ourselves and what our convenience is and what we want and what we think we need and all that that good stuff. And I think the physical fasting is a really, really powerful um, tool towards that. I remember that I would feel those hunger pains and then I would say, okay, I'm going to fill myself with the food of God, you know, the food of the soul. And I would say a prayer when I would feel really weak uh, during the fast. And so I do miss that physical reminder to know that, you know, I can't eat and I can't drink. So now I'm going to use this time to turn to God. Um, so in my life, I've tried to um, practice restraint. Of course, that means eating uh, the things that I think are for healthy for me, not necessarily things that are kind of treat me or uh, things that I think uh, <laughs> that I'd like to eat. Um, right now, like I said, I've been sick, so I'm mostly having soups anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's one one of the ways. But the main thing for me was to take away something that I do look forward to and that I do depend on. And so for me, that's a lot of media. Like I listen to, like I said, a lot, uh, several podcasts. Um, and comedy shows and things like that. Um, I don't have a TV, <laughs> but I do listen to a couple of things on YouTube and mostly podcasts or audiobooks. And so this is something that I use to stabilize me also emotionally when the kids are getting really um, fussy or when I feel like I can't get a break <laughs> because one falls asleep and one wakes up or as soon as I try to um, go to the bathroom, something happens or, you know, whatever the case may be, I, I come to depend on these things as kind of company and a mood stabilizer. So I decided that I would give them up for the fast. And I know that that's something that I really feel the absence of. And I'm looking forward to <laughs> being able to catch up on these um, podcasts and things when the fast has ended. Um, and then on top of that, to replace it with something that uh, brings me closer to God. So um, whether that's reading a book or watching a DVD or there are several podcasts and talks that you can find that have Baha'i themes. Um, but in terms of a practical tip, uh, I wanted to give my living the life practical tip for the fast, which is invite someone to fast with you. And the reason this came up is because when I was fasting uh, physically, 
Um, I would get, it, I would feel the most behind during this time. I actually really enjoyed it because it was a time where people would notice, what are you doing? And it was a time where I didn't have to initiate the conversation because they would be like, oh, why aren't you eating? And I would explain that I'm fasting. Oh, isn't that unnatural? Isn't it bad for you? What? You can't even have water. And so for me, it was a time where I really felt like, oh, I'm a Baha'i <laughs> and this is who I am. And I have to show these people that the fast, you know, it doesn't make me worse. In fact, it's making me a better person. And it's an opportunity to teach about the faith and to sacrifice for the faith. And I, so I really always loved doing the physical fast. And that was one of the things that came up a lot was um, for people was about health. And so I think it would be a great idea if you could invite someone to do it with you for a day. And this actually happened with Ramadan for me when I was in university. Of course, I wasn't complaining <laughs> about someone uh, fasting or anything, but there was a Muslim student association that invited everyone to fast with them for one day during Ramadan, and then they offered a free um, meal, a free dinner where everyone could come together and sit at these tables and break the fast. And it was really lovely, and I thought, yeah, this is something either personally or as a community, maybe something to do for Naru's, where you could invite people and say, hey, just try it out with me for one day. <laughs> if someone comes up to you and say, is this healthy? Is this it? Explain to them what it is and say, hey, maybe you would like to try it out. Or And you can see. Um, you know, and they probably might be like, oh, no, 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 I could never do that. And, you, you know, but you can. And we're so much more powerful um, than we think that we are. And this could be proof of that. So I'm sure you can think of a really great way to explain it to them that will make them want to join you just for this one day. Um, and like I said, it could be something great that your community could do for Naru's and you could say, oh, you could decide at the beginning of the fast that you're going to do this. And then people during the fast can invite people and say, hey, you know, um, you know, you're welcome to join me for one day. We're going to, um, we're inviting people to fast with us and then we're going to break the fast together with a dinner. So yeah, that, that is just something clever that I, um, thought was really great, um, that people could use personally or in a community. And I will be sharing tips from my own experience, but also things that other people have done. Uh, if I don't remember who told me, or if I'm not sure if that person would want me to share, that I'm just going to say a friend told me this or a friend once did this. So just know that could mean it, it came from anywhere where I'm not sure if, if I remember the source or can share the source. Um, but if you have tips, um, about anything that has to do with being a parent and being a spiritual parent or a Baha'i parent, feel free to email me. And if you want your name mentioned, let me know that I can mention your name. And my email is info at andreahope.org, info, I-N-F-O, at my name, andreahope.org. So I'm moving on to the next section, which is resources. And I'm super excited about this section because there are so many more resources available now than when I was young <laughs> that I'm loving that I'll be able to have one place where I can just share cool resources that I find. Um, we are in the age of self-publishing and self-creating, and I love that we're a part of that generation. And so there's Etsy and there's personal websites, and there's so much more than just bookstores where you can find things that you want or need or that are going to enhance your life. So for the theme of the fast, I chose um, a book called Observing the Fast and Celebrating Naru's Around the World by Melissa Lopez-Sharipu. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. I think that I am. Um, but yeah, so this is a book 
uh, as it says, about observing the fast and celebrating Nauru's around the world, but it's aimed towards uh, families and children, uh, young children, I think like elementary school, I would say. And this is great because it just shows um, celebrations of people and from languages around the world and, you know, wearing different kinds of clothes. And of course, there's lots of diversity in it. But the reason that I picked it the bonus reason that I picked it is that there's also an activity book. So there's, it's about a Yamiha and then there's the fast and then there's Naru's and then it's all together. You can get an activity book so you can do coloring pages and things like that and you can get both of them together. So I love anything that, you know, has interaction or you can maybe uh, make some little page copies that you could use for a class or something like that. So if you get the book and the activity book, then you got the whole deal together. And um, yeah, it's available at Baha'i U.S. bookstore and, you know, at the normal uh, Amazon kind of book places online. So it says, uh, I'll just read a little of the description. Through simple melodic rhymes, this book intends to teach the meaning, purpose, and spiritual atmosphere the fast and narus creates around the world. So who wouldn't want to know more about that, <laughs> especially with your kids. So yeah, that's my resource for this week. I'm giving my brilliant star to observing the fast and celebrating Naru's around the world. And it's time to come to an end. Wow, that was really quick, huh? Yeah, well, it's time to come to an end to this first episode. And the end of this episode is going to be with a poem. I think sometimes I'm going to have a game or an activity, but that would really be the most fun if I had someone to do it with. So if you'd like to co-host a podcast, or if you'd like to just be featured on an episode um, because you're a parent and uh, you feel like you could share an insight or you just want to play a game with me or something like that, definitely just let me know and email me at info at andreahope.org. You don't have to have published anything or written anything or whatever. You just have to be able to have the time <laughs> to record and to talk with me. And yeah, just let me know if you're interested or if you have any topics that you think would be great to cover. I plan to cover kind of the whole spectrum of parenthood from... Uh, trying to conceive, um, miscarriages, pregnancy, different ages of the children, multiple children, adoption. I'm really hoping to cover um, all kinds of things, in, in, including uh, holy days and incorporating children into feast and all that good stuff. So there's good stuff, more good stuff coming. But for the end of this very special first episode, I am very happy that you joined me and that you made it this far. And that went by quickly, right? <laughs> um, but I'm going to end the episode by doing what comes most natural to me, and that is sharing a poem. The Fast by Andrea Hope. We lay our heads at the threshold, our bodies full of prayer, calm, reflection, but not food. This will be the first night in months that we are home together before eight. Our kitten will be surprised. Our spirits exhale a gentle sigh. Mine longs to be emptied of vain desires, of doubt and worry, to nibble on the little treats of life. His giggle, warm hands, coarse hair.
To Mother is an individual initiative and provides only the personal reflections and insights of its creator. That's me. For more information about the Baha'i faith, including access to the official writings and contacts for Baha'is in your community, please visit Baha'i.org.